Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome, everybody, to another edition of My Independence Report. I'm so thrilled and so happy because my friend is here. Then we are doing some really cool stuff. And you need to go to YouTube and to look at all of the videos that we put up there, as well as My Independence Report, if you want to look at some of the other things that Coriel and I have done. Uh, she is uh, pretty remarkable, and she is sitting over there in all her pretty glory. How are you? I'm fine, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm really good, thank you, and I'm glad to be here because we're in the middle of a five-part. Well, actually, honestly, it's going to be a ten-part series, um, and it is involving the work that you do and the erotic blueprints. And uh, today, we what we're doing. Well, I'll let you explain what we're doing because you've got it written down. I'm just guessing. What are we doing? don't have that written down i'm winging it uh so what we're doing is we are going into each uh show for the next well after this the next three shows is going to be uh we're taking a blueprint but all in total it's going to be five so there are five erotic archetypal blueprints and we're going to take each one examine it kind of break it apart see what they like what they don't like what they um, what their turn-ons are, what their turn-ons aren't, and also some things that could happen if you're not really feeding and um, accepting who you are in your blueprint. So then we're going to, we're, it's really yummy, it's really juicy, it's really awesome. Uh, and uh, last week we did energetic. So if anybody hasn't seen or heard that they can go to the podcast on myindependencereport.com or at podbean.com or they can go to my youtube channel which is under my name which is Corio kramer and then they can watch or they can see see if you're sensual you're probably going to be somebody who's going to watch and listen because you're into the senses uh-huh. so anyway that's just leading but anyway what's going to be happening is is that after we do the blue blueprints we're going to do what i call the animal prints and they are they are the animals <clears throat> uh, equivalent of the blueprints only it's for their personality and i'm going to be able to show you and tell you how to really deepen your connection to your animal how to make it even more enriching even more incredible even more awesome so i'm looking forward to that as well and i thank you for giving me the opportunity because you gave me your platform in order to do that well you are most welcome because it is well first of all the erotic blueprint is exactly what we're, we're talking about is exactly what it is which which is an erotic blueprint but it's actually a lot more than that as i'm going through this with you what i'm discovering is that it's actually a way of living it's a way of being it's how you can a- a- attract your whole being to it it's not just about you know like 
uh, sex. It's about everything that, that you are and, and who you are. Before we get into it, why don't you uh, um, give everybody your um, address so that they can take the quiz. Explain what the quiz is um, and so that they can take it so that they have they can then maybe go take the quiz, download it, and then come back to this to get the idea of, of what they're if they are if they rank high on this particular yeah. episode on this particular uh, blueprint. Yeah. So the quiz I usually give out to people who I want to go into more client work with, but basically the erotic blueprint quiz is where you take a quiz of about twenty five questions, I believe, maybe less. And at the end, they give you a percentage of what your blueprints are. Um, it ranges from like in the high 30s or maybe the 40s to the lows to maybe zero. And but it doesn't matter what your you, you, what your percentages are. I mean, it does to a certain extent, but don't live your life by it. Because what I do as a coach is I am then able to show you how to up all of your blueprint percentages, how to really raise those prints up so that you are then able to fully and completely live your life the way that you were meant to be in passion, in happiness, in joy, in acceptance, in worthiness. Um, you said it exactly right, Kevin. It's, it's not about just sexuality and sex although that is an important factor because we are sexual beings. And when we don't live our sexuality, when we don't in, embrace our sexuality, when we don't love our sexuality, we bring our sexuality into a place of shame and a place of uh, non-acceptance and a place of doubt and a place of just shadows, which is what I'm going to be talking about later. When you're not fully accepting who you are in your I call them the BPs. It just makes it easier. It's easier on the tongue. So I call it what, and that's the blueprints. So the BPs are just another way of bringing this love of self into play. And I'm going to go more into it, but what I am is right now, the way that I'm dressed from what I'm wearing in my hair to where the, where my hair is decorated to the, uh, to the makeup I'm wearing, to the clothes I'm wearing. These all speak to my central blueprint, my print, my BP. So the reason that I'm wearing in them is to give an example of when you're feeding. This is me feeding my sensual. This is me acknowledging her or him or they or them, whatever you want to call them. I call her her. This is me acknowledging her. This is me um, listening to her. This is me allowing her to be seen. This is me allowing her to be heard to a certain extent. So what it is, is that it's, a, it's bringing self-love and self-acceptance to the next level. It is transforming who you are and embracing who you are totally and completely. So I think I, I think I just had a breakthrough and, and I know. And <laughs> now the breakthrough is this, that's why people dress differently. That's why people feel good about different aspects of their lives because this is who they are. And what you're doing is helping people 
become self-educated as to who they are and why they do what they do. Um, is, is that fair? Bravo. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. But what it is is this. A lot of people, myself included, before I found the BPs, my, a lot of people have no idea why they do what they do. That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. And, and what I'm saying is, why do you dress the way you dress? Why are you drawn to what you're drawn to? Why do you speak the way you speak? You think it's just you being you. But when you understand that it's maybe many facets of the diamond that you are, then you understand you are so much fucking bigger than you give yourself credit for. And you understand that you got to let all of that shine. You can't just let a little of it shine. You have to let it all out. And when you let it all out, then you are living as you are supposed to be living. And that's why I'm so passionate about this work. It's exactly the way you said it. In fact, I'm going to go back. I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to write that down because that was good. That was an epiphany. I like that. Well, and it it just because I've always wondered why would it be that somebody who I'll pick, you know, like uh, somebody that likes to dress like in in gothic wardrobe. Mm -hmm. What is it about that that attracts them to it? And it has to do with something that is deeply innately within them. And they might not even recognize what that is. They just dress because that makes them feel good. And but that's that's the nature of what it is. What you're explaining to people is why it makes them feel good. Right. And also it might be that and it's not just because it's goth. I'm just using it because you use it as an example. It might be that that person is listening to their shadow or feeling like they're. How do I explain this? Feel they feel like they're. They, they want to use it to, to um, almost kind of like show society and give society the, the, the bird. And that's okay. But if you're using it only as that, and you're not using it because it's something that you're acknowledging is a part of you and you're embracing that part of you and you're freeing that part of you, then you're more in shadow than you are in balance. Does that make sense? Yes. There's a fine line. And, and, and because the, the one, even though it feels like you're, I'm giving the, the society the bird, it's, it's not really about that. It's because you don't feel like you're accepted that you have to do that. And then you have this other facet where you're like, you don't care if you're accepted. And not to say, I don't care, I'm giving society beer. I don't, I love who this part of me is. I'm letting this part of me be free. And that is where the power of the persona, which is some of the work that I do, which is allowing that part of you to come out showing embracing that part of you whether it's playing a part or whatever you want to call it I think of it more as letting that facet shine outward and really just allowing that voice that that facet that persona or facet to have a voice to be seen to be heard to be acknowledged to be expressed no matter what no matter what so there's a difference between that 
One is because you're angry, you're not being accepted. The other one is you don't, you're being accepted by yourself. You don't care if anybody else does, and that's okay if they don't. Gotcha. Gotcha. Powerful. So, so what we're going to talk about today, last time we talked about energetics, and I'm, I'm a higher energetic than I, than, And I, this particular one we're going to talk about today, I'm a little lower in. So you can, you're going to have to guide me through this it, because right. I did take the test and stuff. Did mm-hmm. you, now, did you want to put out the, uh, uh, um, the test or do you want somebody to call you to set up a time for them we, to get the test? I, I have a special link and I can certainly give that special link to you and you can put it on the uh, podcast and I can put it on the YouTube site. So uh, people can take the test and it's going to, I give you this, t- this link is because they like to know who's sending who and from when and from what, from where, uh, when, when you click on the link. So it, it's a special link for me. So, and then if you want to, you can certainly f- go to my website, fill out the form and let me know which, which blueprint you are. And, you know, if you want to set up a possibility call or a little call where I talk to you more about what I do, we can certainly do that. I'm happy to do that. In fact, I'd love to be able to do that. Well, in, in, in fact, I think that probably makes more sense is mm-hmm. to go to your website. And if because I don't necessarily want you, you to get inundated with with people uh, taking the test and then not wanting to act on it. So if you have a desire to really act on the information that you're about to receive from us, then you can go to uh, Coriel's website and you can you can email her and she'll send you the link, and then you can take the test from that point. That that, that probably makes more sense. Thank you. I appreciate you for saying that. And so your website is ah oh we right we need that right <laughs> we do so it's. <laughs> It's easy. It's my first name and my last name. So I'll spell it. It's C-O-R-Y-E-L-L-E-K-R-A-M-E-R.com. I'll also, at the end of the uh, YouTube video, if you wait until the end, you can see the, um, I'll put down the, the my video, my video, sorry, my website info. And you can certainly see it there too, but it's CorielKramer.com. And I would highly suggest after you listen and watch this, which is really cool that this is new technology for me, so I'm going to have to lose some weight. But other than that, this is really is a lot of fun for 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 me to do and be able to look at you and 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 have this conversation. And when you so when you're done with this, go to her website and uh, and click on the link and take the test. I took the test. It was very enlightening for me. Although we're only one fifth of the way through enlightenment uh, for me, because we've got four more um, 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 BPs to go through. And, uh, and, and so I'm really looking forward to all of those, which by the way, leads us into what are we going to talk about today? Well, first I want to acknowledge one thing. Okay. I want to acknowledge you, Kevin. Okay. And I want to say that you have done fabulously in the last like couple of months. And it's only been a couple of months. 
I've only been um, certified two months, September, July, August, September. yeah, two months, almost today. So, and in that two month time, I have thrown you into the ocean of sexuality. <laughs> okay. And you have been taken off like some person who's swinging, swimming the English channel. You have dived in, you have delved in, you have just gone in without question. I have, in the two months, I have gotten uh, another sexuality coach and more to come on. I got a pole dancer by the name of Natalie to come on. I have had a sexual kinky guru to come on, okay? And you've done an interview with all of them fabulously. And then, of course, you've had to deal with my crazy ass. So I just got to say, bravo, really and truly, you have really dived into this so wonderfully and so beautifully. It has to be acknowledged. Well, thank you. Thank You're you. I, and I, I will tell you, the uh, I, I have really enjoyed the interviews uh, uh, with uh, uh, Orpheus was, was interesting. I know you liked it a lot. When, when we did that, and I had somebody else tell me that uh, uh, Natalie, the pole dancer, was was ex- was just extraordinary, and and the and let me explain to you why I have delved into this and why um, for me it, it it works. Sorry, mom, you can turn it off now if you'd like, um, but but for, <laughs> but first, it's we we met like in January. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are an animal communicator and you're a psychic and you're a medium and, and stuff, which I'm drawn to anyway, because I am an energetic. Um, but, but more so than that, I believe that the work that you're doing is pure and is genuine and is right. And what you're trying to do is to help people live their lives better and more authentically, which is all about what my independence report is about, is to help people to live their lives, to, to de- determine for themselves who they really are. And understand that we're all one and we're all combined and we're all together, but we're all different as well. And that we've all had different experiences and we need to get through those experiences. And I look for people who can help you get through those experiences so that you have aha moments like I just recently had during the show so that you can understand who you really are. And then you can help. Then what happens is, oh, you're going to get me going. And then what's going to happen is that you're going to make changes in your life that are going to affect the seven generations of bullshit that's gone on before you so that you can end that seven generation cycle so that you can then give your children and your grandchildren something dynamic that they can learn from and they can live through. And that, that's why, that's why, and plus you guys are just so much fun. Uh, because you, you don't have the, uh, how you say the, the, uh, the guardrails oh, up. <laughs> well, the guardrails of what you should talk about, what you shouldn't talk about. Uh, Natalie was cute. I mean, if I had a seven second delay, I would have had to, uh, hit her like a bunch of, because her favorite word, and I love the way she says it, her favorite word is fuck. Um, so actually she says it back. Yes, she does. So it's it's really is it's 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 fun. So, but I enjoy I enjoy it, and I'm going to enjoy this this thing. And I do have to tell you one other thing that I've got coming up that's going to be on my independence report since we're doing a little commercial about that. 
There was a guy that was on the show on Sunday, and he was right before you, um, and he had, he's a hypnotherapist, and he does... Reagan? Was that Reagan? That's Reagan, yeah. Reagan. Reagan. And he, and, and he is a life between lives therapist. And he is, uh, he's volunteered to come on and to the podcast along with, uh, um, Natasha, uh, Ventner, who is a, uh, uh, medium. And we are going to talk about life on the other side and we're going to break it down and do a series like we're doing a series with you about life here. So that that's that's going to be great fun, and we're gonna, we're really going to awesome. So that's 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 coming up. But don't hit the things. I, I just, <laughs> you think I was like Italian or something? I'm actually uh, 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 Irish German. But in any event, we are going to talk about sensuality today, aren't we? We are. So we are going to talk about the next blueprint or the next BP up is the sensual. And the sensual, well, they're just what it sounds like. They are, they, they are all about the senses. They love it when all the senses are brought into play, when they're ignited, which means everything is important to them. They love the artistry of sexuality. They love the artistry of life. So they, you know, there are things like their their surroundings. I'm I'm pretty. I did not start off, or did I? No, I didn't. I did not start off when I first took the blueprint quiz. I started off as very high kinky <laughs> and very high energetic. Okay, being an energy healer. Okay, that's a no brainer. The kinky I already knew about. Um, v- Pretty low. Then after that was a uh 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 sensual and uh 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 sexual and an uh, shapeshifter. Okay, so the sensual I didn't really know anything about. I thought the sensual was like you know like I don't know like Jaja Gabor or oh. you know uh, and I'm not Jaja Gabor. Okay. I thought it was like, um, you know, oh, I don't know, like James Bond. I'm not James Bond. You know, I'm not James Bond, one of the James Bond girls. I mean, I could be if I wanted to, but I'm not, I never, I never knew quite what the sensual was all about. But the sensual is about, they love everything. Everything's important to them. So their surroundings, everything's surroundings are very, very important to them. Okay, um, they delight in sounds. They love smells, certain smells, but they can also be turned off by smells. But we'll go more into that. So luscious, think lush, luxurious, sumptuous, luxe stuff is the sensual. Voluptuous? So, huh? Voluptuous? Voluptuous, voluptuous, uh, you know, things like that there. So smells, tastes. Um, and what I mean by that is, is that, you know, a, t- a taste, a, a sensual is the person that makes the noise when they eat something really good. Oh. Usually, <laughs> usually. So they'll eat a strawberry or they'll eat a, a taco that's delicious. And they're like, oh, oh my God, that's oh, wonderful. God. Yeah. Mm, oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you know, stuff like that there. So the tastes are really important to them. Uh, the textures around them, like I have my my fluffy textures around me. Um, I have my, uh, and I'll go more into that in a little bit. Textures, they love the luxurious stuff. So luxury, they're all about luxury. But it doesn't have to mean, luxury doesn't have to mean money, 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 money. And they're all like about money. It's not about that. It's about the luxury of like fine Corinthian leather. And, you know, there's a difference between that and pleather. And, you know, there's the, the, it's the touch, it's the smell, it's the taste, it's the sound, it's the whole nine yards. They love being someone's focus of attention. So I'm not saying that they, and I'm not saying that it, they're not, but I mean, I love being the focus of attention. <laughs> Okay, I I will be honest, but I think that's, you know, sensual with a dab of kinky mixed with a little bit of uh, shapeshifter going on in there. But uh, they love being what I mean by that is they love being when that person who is with them is being fully and totally and present with them. They see them, they hear them, they feel them, they smell them, they love them. That's what it's all about. This, this, they love closeness. The closer for them is be, the better. Now, remember the energetic last week. The energetic needs space. Right. Tease, longing. Don't go straight for the jugular with the energetic. And again, it's a way that you go for that with the sensual. We'll talk about the sexual later on. But the sensual is more about, you know, if you're going to go straight for it, that's fine. But, you know, there's a certain way to touch them. So you go into that with them. And I'll go more into that. That makes sense. Uh, absolutely. So so we're going to talk about sensuality from the standpoint of, of all of it. Now, I was thinking when you were saying about you don't need a lot of money to to be sensual and to, and to live. Sen- and, and to live. You don't. I, I was thinking about, you know, being on the beach. Um, and going, going to the beach with a, with a favorite friend, putting down the, your, uh, blanket and then having the experience, uh, and taking all of it in the sights, the sounds, the smells, uh, the smell of seaweed, the, the, the sound of the, of the water rushing in and the waves and, and the people and the kids laughing and the dogs barking and stuff that is that kind of what you're talking about? Absolutely. Absolutely. Their surroundings are very important to them. You know, so it's like a sensual is going to be when something is feeding all of their senses all at once. Like you said, the ocean is a great example. When they're, that is feeding their senses all at once, it is a huge turn on. And it's also extremely orgasmic for them or can be not that they're going to be coming all over the beach, but I'm just saying that they'll, and well, I'll go more into it. There there's the central is very interesting with the kind of orgasms they can have. But um, what I mean by that is it's, it's feed when it's, when there is some place as a sensual, when there is some place that is feeding all of my senses all at once. Let's say the ocean. Let's say a museum. Let's say a beautiful, um, some kind of beautiful, uh, you know, concert, you know, classical concert. When, when I'm feeling the vibration, when I'm feeling the, the, the atmosphere and I'm in a beautiful place and I'm listening to the beautiful things and the smells are amazing and the sights are incredible. It just, it's, it's, 
feeding that entire part of me, that entire sphere that is the sensual. So if I were to try and seduce a sensual, my my the a best way a good way to do that would be scented candles. Woo, woo them. Woo them. Scented scented candles, light scented, music. The the idea of wooing flowers, scented candles. Well, okay, hang on a second. Sorry. Um it might be slightly and I'm not saying Okay, let me just, let me, my mind is going off, which is one of the, the shadows about the sensual. I'll go into that in a second. They get too much into their head. Um, if you are, there's, might be a slight difference if you're talking male to female. Okay. Okay, cock-bodied to vulva-bodied, okay, is what we call it. <coughs> right now, down. I'm going to talk about, because you brought it up, we're going to talk about vulva bodies. Oh, that's good. Cucumber water. Okay. So, um, <coughs> sorry. That's all right. I'm still digesting the, the, what you said before, but keep going. Keep going. So, flowers. Um, that gets sights and senses in the mix. Dinner. Beautiful dinner in a beautiful restaurant. Um, taking them to a beautiful place that feel, feeds all of their senses. Again, the beach, walking on the beach. Walks on the beach. That's a total and complete sensual right there. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, taking them on a, a, on a trip to a place they've never been before so they can have that experience. There's so many ways to feed and woo, but it's about wooing them. It's not about just going for it. They need to be fed through their senses a little bit. And then you're good. A nice, hot, drawn bath. You know, something yummy, delicious. Things like that there. <laughs> so that, that, and that is a great way to... So for those of you that are the what, what did you call them the cock bodies um i i guess that would yeah be. instead of because there are very there are people and you should know this so i'm going to teach you something there are people who are in this world who do not associate with male female okay they don't associate <clears throat> because their body might be one thing but they associate with another gender or they associate with another sexuality so it's it's important to when you say cock bodies that incorporates anybody who has that kind of genitalia and then the vulva bodies are anybody who has that kind of genitalia so what happens is you're incorporating every it's about the body but it's not about the person the person the body doesn't necessarily make the person correct Does that make sense oh absolutely absolutely i know i know i know people that that have one set of genitalia and would prefer to have another set. They right. feel a lot more. Uh, uh, it's much, much more within their, their thought pattern. Uh, they would much rather be somebody other than what God gave them or, or how they showed up on earth and, exactly. and, and stuff. So, but, but that makes it sense. That makes sense that you're eliminating because there's all of that from all different shades of, you know, from white to black and all different shades in between that eliminates that and puts it into two categories. 
Easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense to me. So that's that, that's awesome. So continue continue with what are, are some of the other aspects of being a sensual person? So the superpowers. Superpowers are sensual. Describe superpowers. So the which means basically these are the things that they can do when all things are put into play and when they're being fully fed and they're being fully heard and they're being fully acknowledged. These are the things that can accomplish. Also, if they're more in the the positive, I don't want to say positive. Hang on one second. If they're more into the the fed side of it, which might be the light, I guess you could also call it the lighter side of it, as opposed into the the I don't want to say shadow side. I want to make sure I, I use this right because this is really important. I'm getting the the superpowers are what can be what they can accomplish. Okay, if they are, um, if they are really acknowledged and fed, the shadow side is, uh, is the opposite, but also the things that could be a problem if they're not acknowledged. And loved. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So the superpowers. Let's go into the superpowers. So the superpowers of the uh, sensual are they can have non-genital orgasms, which I what I mean by that is somebody touches the back of your neck, okay? Uh, somebody, or the back of your knee, or sucks on your neck, or or, um, you know, uh, or on your toes, if that's your thing. Again, we go into kinky and taboo. It sucks on your toes, smacking you on your butt. You know, something like that, or from a smell or from a taste. And it doesn't have to be from the genital location orgasm. They don't need that. They need, if there's something about, they can have a full-bodied experience from the toes to the head. So let me explain that a little bit. And there's also, they can also have like kind of like mini orgasms. At least this is what I've come to see as essential as I've really embraced my sensual, fed my sensual, brought her more into being and brought her more into focus and into clarity. I find out that I'm having like kind of like mini orgasms or mini O's is what I call them, where when they, when I encounter something, it's kind of like, so we're talking about the full-bodied experience. So somebody touches the back of your neck and you can twitch and you can shiver and stuff like that there. And immediately, if you tune into your body, you can feel where that feels in your body. Mm-hmm. Like when I touch the back of my neck, I immediately feel it in my, my genital area. That's just that, that touch, just that's one of my erotic zones. So erogenous zones. So um no, I like erotic zones. Yeah, that's one of my erotic zones. <laughs> I like that sound better. <laughs> it does. Um, but they can have these these mini things where somebody just like, you know, sucks on their neck or kisses their neck or bites their neck or bites their toes and they're just like they're twitching all over and that's me. That's I've always been like that. Sometimes it's like there's a smell 
And again, it's not like I was a kid and I was having all these orgasms. It wasn't like that. It was just, there was something about smells would draw me in, like really, there were some smells that would just really just draw me in. I'd almost be hypnotized by them. Um, There would be images, like I've always remembered from when I was a kid and people, I would tell people this and they always thought I was crazy. But ever since I was a kid, what I would love to do is I'd love museums. I would go to museums and there would be certain pictures or paintings that I would go to and I would stand in front of them. I could still do it to this day. I could stand in front of them. And the best way I can describe it is I literally go out of my body into that painting, into a 3D version of that painting. Wow. It's why that's why I know when an artist has really hit me, it's almost like an instantaneous thing. I can go into their painting and experience in it in a 3D world. It's it's trippy. Um, so that <clears throat> has always been really important to me. Music is very important to me. I grew up in a very, very musical family. Uh, but music is very important to me and music when I feel for different music at different times. Like I can't, there's sometimes I want to listen to Metallica and it's orgasmic. And there are sometimes Metallica is the last thing I want to listen to. And I want to listen to like reggae, reggae or raga, Indian raga music, or sometimes I'm too sensitive for that. And I just want, you know, like uh, singing bowls. So there's a lot of times that, but, each one gives me like a twitch is is what i'm saying now um, can we can we go back to the i want i want to explain to the audience because there's some that that may be listening to this going all right now wait a minute you're saying that you stand in front of a picture or a painting and that you are drawn into the painting and it can be like a 3D experience for you. How is that possible? And then let me explain, see if I can explain, first of all, who you are, which you're highly energetic. You're highly, you, you vibrate at a higher level and you can sense, I believe, you can sense the intention of the painter or the creator of the work, because that energy, that vibration is still there with, within that painting, and it still attracts. And so you can, you can and I, I believe everybody can do this, but you are a little bit more trained to do this than most, because of the energy that you emit and the energy that's coming from the painting, you can create that um, um that feeling or that's the way that that appears to you. I'm, and I could, you could tell me I'm all wet, but I think that's a a good way of explaining how you use the energy and you do the same thing with music. Um, and, and the vibration that music provides can be a wonderful sustaining thing for you. And, uh, uh, and it can for for most people, which is why you know they sell billions of records, um, because everybody likes music. But does, does that help? I wanted to kind of frame that so that people could kind of get an idea of is that am I close? Is that accurate? You got really close. I mean, you really got you're spot on, pretty much. I never thought of it like that with the the um, feeding into the artist's vibration, but that makes total and complete sense. But um, what I want to say, it's because of everything that that painter is doing from yeah. the brush strokes 
to the, which feeds my eyes, to the colors, which feed my eyes, but also I'm cueing into the colors vibrationally to whatever the subject matter is, no matter if it's modern or if it's geometric or if it's uh, impressionism or whatever, it doesn't matter to me. Um, it's, it's, it's about whatever it's the total package for me, but you're right. It's probably about the vibration of the painter too, but you know, there's also the thing where, you know, it depends. I mean, it really depends on what the subject matter is because, um, you know, I mean, I love some of Picasso's work now, Picasso, let's be honest. He was an asshole. Okay. He (laughs) he was, he was a bit of an asshole. Okay. But, you know, it's not all of his work, but there's some of his work that I really go into. The cubism of some of his work I really, really go into. Uh, and, and, and then there's, you know, the, 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 the Jackson Pollock, which I never thought I would go into, that I, that I do um, very easily. And then there's the, um, the super, super modern uh, thing of like Kadinsky, I think it was na- his name was where he did the, the squares and stuff. Oh, if that, have no earthly I idea. I might be wrong. <laughs> I might be wrong. I probably get it wrong. And please don't send me email hate mail, please, or or just hate mail. Okay, but the the square, the guy that does a lot of squares, some of his work, not a lot of his work, but yeah, it's about the fact that the whole thing is just drawing me into this situation. And then, you know, there's a lot of times when I'm drawn into the art myself, I feel the music, I hear music that goes along with the, the art. Now it might not be art that, uh, music that they intended to, because sometimes I'll hear jazz or rap or, you know, even sometimes I'll hear opera and I don't like rock, opera again. Don't send me any opera hate mail. Okay. <laughs> But it's not my thing. It doesn't go for me. It doesn't turn me on. Okay, well, it just doesn't. Well, see, and that's, and that's why, uh, as as far as being sensual, uh, I'm a lower one of those because I'll look at a painting and go, "That's nice," and go, and that has it means nothing to me. It doesn't mean that 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 you're not. It it does not mean that you are not um, sensually you know, turned on by paintings, maybe you have not found the right artists. That could be. I love, I, one of my favorite artists, and I was thrilled when I was, a, when I was in Austria, I was able to go to the museum there, is Gustav Klimt. He's like, he did, he did this, this work. If you don't know his work, you've got to look at his work. I mean, if you're essential, you're going to freaking have a, a baby when you see it. I mean, it's just... <laughs> It, it, the textures, the richness, the, the, the richness of the subjects, the sexuality, the, the sensuality, the, the, the colors he uses are just like this drop dead, unbelievable experience. I mean, just mind blowing, mind blowing. He's one of my favorites. And to be able to stand in front of one and go into that painting is still one of my most incredible artist artist experience but i had to find the i my way in i didn't start with with um um you know a jackson pollock because i had to build up to that i started with things like monet and i started with things like gustav klimt and i started with with artists who i could really get into whose subjects really touch me who i'm just <gasps> i don't know why <gasps> i love that 
that whole, you know, and then I work my way up. Mm-hmm. So find somebody who floats your boat and then move on from there. So that's my artist like thing. So. <laughs> well, let's talk, let's talk about the darker side. What yeah. Is- now what I want to make sure that everybody understands is this shadows are needed in order to express light and contrast in your life. Shadows are good, okay? It's, it's like anything, though. How you use them is what denotes whether they are bringing positivity in your life or discordancy to your life. And I don't like to use the word negative because there are some things like negative ions that are good. And negativity, you know, being negative is not always a a bad thing a thing being negative is always not a bad thing so i like discordancy because it throws you off balance so it's really important that just because something is dark and something shadow doesn't necessarily make it bad okay it's how you use it and i personally have really tried to acknowledge listen to embrace see and hear my shadow side so that i can bring her with me and and feed her just like i feed my bp i want to feed my my shadow side and i want to be able to you know bring myself in balance because you cannot have light without dark and you cannot have dark without light you, you know, it's, it's a balance, it's a mix. And when you walk in balance, that's what I'm trying to do for people is I'm trying to bring them into balance as opposed to just one side or the other. Okay. So the shadow side, we experienced this a little bit. I experienced this a little while ago and you saw an example and you heard an example. We can get into our heads a little bit easier and we can get flustered. So um, we have what I like to call the squirrel minds or the monkey minds. Can't turn it off. Okay. So um, what happens is, (laughs) this is always fun. So what happens is, is that um, especially while you're getting deeper and deeper and deeper into your relationship, or even if you're self-pleasuring, What can happen is you start getting, noticing your thoughts more than you notice the sensations that are going around in the body. And the thoughts are usually, but not always, but usually an example of them are something like this. I'm taking too long to orgasm. You think I'm taking too long to orgasm? I think I'm taking too long to orgasm. Does he think I'm taking too long to orgasm? I don't know, but I'm really worried. Now I think that he's thinking that I'm thinking that he's thinking that I'm thinking he's taking too long to orgasm. Do I smell bad? Does my body smell right? Do I smell okay down there? Did I shave enough? I don't know if I shaved enough. Am I scrubbing a little bit too much? Is my scruff too scruffy? Is my legs too hairy? Are my pits too hairy? What's going on? Okay. Do I have body fat? Oh my God. Wait a minute. I'm a little bloated. Oh my God. He's seeing that. She's seeing that. I'm a little bloated today. Do I have a little bloat? I don't know. Cellulite. Oh my God. Cellulite. There I go. I'm celluliting. I can't do this. Hang on a second. I need a second. And this is what's going on in their mind. 
So what's happening is the more that that person that they're with is going into whatever they're going into, the more they're not into it. So what happens is, is that they're more into their head than what's going into or what's going on in their body, on their body, around their body. Again, it's something that unless you stop, drop and roll, it's not going to get any better. It's like a snowball running downhill and it just keeps on picking up speed. So what usually happens, I'm not saying always, this is from my personal experience and I'm getting real here. What usually happens for me, and I was so happy when I first, I got to say this, when I first heard about this in the sensual, and I might get a little emotional here, I felt such relief because I thought that was me. I thought I was the only one who felt like that. I felt like I was the only one who experienced that. I felt so alone. And I kept saying, what the fuck is wrong with me that I can't be there with this person? What is wrong with me? And when I found Jaya and I heard her say the sensual shadows, it was like, I'm not broken. I'm not broken. I'm not broken. There's a reason for this. And it's, it was so incredibly relieving to know that I'm not a, something that's, that's wrong. That being said, what happens is when you get more and more and more and more and more and more into your mind and less into the situation, what starts happening is you fawn. And what fawning means is you just do whatever you can do to get over that situation so you can make that other person happy. And I never orgasmed through genital sex. I have not had one orgasm through genital sex in my entire adult life, in my entire life, because I would get into that headspace over and over and over and it would always be there waiting for me just like a, a a tiger waiting for an antelope in the in the in the grass it would always and i would always go into it thinking this time it's going to be different i really care about this person i really love this person this time it's going to be different and it never was didn't it become a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah I mean, absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, it would set myself up for, for sabotage. But then I would also use it during my darker days. I would use it as a way to beat myself up. Oh, you're fucked up. <laughs> oh, you are fucked up. You are a piece of shit. Look at you. You can't even relax. You know, you can't, you can't do this. You're not a woman. You're not a woman. You're not a man. I mean, I'm not a man, but I'm, I'm assuming men would, they're essential men that would say the same thing. I'm not a man. I'm not man enough. I can't do it. I can't get her up. Whatever. You know, so I would use this as a tool, which is, again, an indication of it becoming the shadow side. I would use it as a way to beat myself up because I hated myself so much 
at that time, both a long time ago. I hated myself so much I would use anything and everything to beat myself up and to make myself less than and to make myself unworthy of the person that I was with. That's hard to deal with. Yeah, it was big. It was big. When I heard Jaya, uh, who is uh, the, my mentor um, for, and who came up with the erotic blueprints, when I heard her talk about, there were two phases that really helped me. There was the kinky, and we'll go more into that, but there was the sensual. When I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, she sees me. For the first time, I felt like I was seen and I felt like I was acknowledged and I felt like I was held and I felt like I was okay. All right. Now I know it's not me. It is me, but it's not me. It's because this whole, I wasn't feeding myself fully. I was feeding myself maybe a quarter. So you're feeding, imagine a pie. Okay, you want, you're feeding your family, but you're only giving them a quarter of the pie. Okay, and you have all this other pie left, but you're like, no, you can't have that. Because, you no, 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 you can't have that. You're not worthy of that. You only get this quarter. So, of course, I was hitting myself in in the the face and coming up against the door of self-loathing with that. So the big thing is, you know, not being able to get out of your own head. That was a huge epiphany for me. Um, so the other thing is uh, that the, when they're a sensual, because they're all about the sensuals, okay, and, and the sensuality of stuff, they can kind of get into their heads of being not happy with mess. Mess, the, uh, bodily fluids, things like that there now oh that's just so gross yeah icky i call it 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 eeks me out i call it icky it eeks me out so let me give you an example uh but it can be it depends on the person you gotta understand with the sensual it it, it's it's about it with any of this stuff it's about the person it's not this is not cookie cutter every single person is different and there are no absolutes no absolute. Huh? There are no absolutes. No absolutes, absolutely. There's two absolutes: death and taxes, <laughs> and sexuality. If you feed it, you know, but and for a happy life. Anyway, so what I want to get into. Um, so th- this is my example. All right. I don't like, for me, my surroundings are really important. This is my energetic as well as my sensual side. For me, my surroundings are very important. Ever since I was a little kid, ever since I was a little kid, I had, I was an only child. I had my own room. Don't judge. Okay. <laughs> but I had my own room. And from as long as I can remember, I would always rearrange my house, my room. It would it would probably be anywhere between, depending, anywhere between, you know, every three to six months, but probably, you know, every other two months, every other month. I would feel this need to rearrange my room or add things to my room or get rid of things in my room. 
And I believe that because my surroundings were so much so important to me, when I found out about the BPs, I found out about the energetic. The reason is, is that I needed to move that when you move furniture, it moves the energy in the room. Feng shui. Feng shui. When you add things to it and take out things, again, you're adding, and I would usually add stuff that was very comfy, very cozy, would make me feel good, like big big Alice in Wonderland chairs and just that I could curl up and read in and stuff like that there. So there was a lot of that since I was a kid. So I don't like mess, though. What it is is that my, my house... <clears throat> And I'm not, I'm not um, anal about it. I'm not crazy about it. I'm not fastidious about it. But what I need is, is I, after a certain amount of time, my house needs to be clean. Because if not, it ekes me out. <laughs> um, so for another thing, but here's the thing where there's differences. And this might get a little gross for some people. So sorry, not sorry, but it's got to be an example. So for me... I don't like, I love my cat, Ta'u. He's amazing. He's sweet. He's adorable. He's loving. He loves to come up, give me kisses, stuff like that. I don't mind that. Kiss me. I don't care. I don't mind that. What he has a tendency to do is when he gets really, really excited. And I don't mean sexually. I mean, when he gets happy, he gets really, really happy. He's purring away. I'm petting him. He's purring away. He starts drooling. (laughs) Cats do that. They they drool out of their nose. They drool. And he drools and it hits my bare leg. <laughs> and I am immediately like, I, I, I just, I can't describe it. I'm the best way I could describe it is I am totally and completely eked out. He'll put his head on the, on my desk here. And then all of a sudden he'll raise up his head and there's a pool of, of drool. And I'm just like, I love him. So this is when I'm just like, you know, do I throw him off my lap and say, ew, no. This is when I say I'm embracing and acknowledging my shadow side. She does not like this. So I'm like, ta'u, which is um, Southern African dialect. It means lion. I say, ta'u, I need you. I, I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you for expressing your love for me, but I need you off my lap right now. And then I take a tissue and I clean up whatever I need to clean up. Now, do I make a face? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help it. Okay. But that's where that, you know, that can come into play. However, I used to be a vet tech and blood does not bother me. But drool bothers me. I cannot explain it. I can't explain it. I just can't. It just is what tweaks you. What is your shadow side? But the thing of it is, is that when you acknowledge your shadow side, when you say, okay, I see you, I'm not going to pretend like I'm okay with drool because I got to love my cat. Uh, uh, I know, you know, I'm going to say, I see you, I acknowledge you, I hear you. And I'm going to do something about it because I love you. Same thing when I have to vacuum the floor. I understand my central is going 
crazy. She's like, oh, no, we got to do something about this. Okay, let's do something about this. I will stop what I'm doing. I will vacuum the floor so you feel better. And I immediately feel like she feels loved and cared for. And that's that's the bottom line when it comes to the shadow side. That's what I try to teach people to, to do is to live in balance. But there's so many different shadow sides to the central because there's and any of the blueprints, because there's so many different people and no two people are the same. In the, in the, (laughs) that's gotta be frustrating for some of us, but you know, there, there are things that, 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 that I, I get exposed to uh, in my former line of work that that makes you throw up in your mouth just a little bit, and uh, it's you know yeah. there's nothing you can do about that. You just have to yeah. you know, and you just have to accept it and and go on. And you know if you know, so that's that's but, that's really good. But if you accept it and just go on, you accept it, but you say to yourself, you know something, I want to, I understand you, I understand why this bothers you. And I'm sorry that this bothers you saying that to your shadow side, you know, look, I grew up in New York city. Okay. I've seen some wicked shit. Okay. I've seen stuff in the go. I don't know, man, go into the damn like a train station at a hundred and 198th street. Okay. And it's real interesting. Okay. I used but there were some things that would bother. I would see urine over here and poop over here. And the urine might be like, eh, it's urine over here. I'd be like, oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, I don't know why one thing is like, eh, and the other thing is like, oh, you know, it's, it's, a, but it's okay. It's all okay. It's for me, all okay. for me, it's vomit. Oh, oh, and and oh, and picking up dog poop when, especially you know, you put that little glove on and you reach down and you pick it up and it's still warm. It's like, oh, oh, oh. it's almost <laughs> that's that's really hard for me. But uh, yeah, but, but yeah, I, I, I get it. You know, so you know, the main thing is is the sensual needs to relax in their body, whereas you know, other blueprints might just need you know to they might just be able to go for it. But the sensual really needs to be relaxed in their body. So a lot of the times when the sensual is going through all this stuff, they will fake orgasm. I'm not saying all the time, but I am saying because they're fawning, because we have no other choice and we're so much in their head and we're just like, let's just make this person happy. Let's just, whatever I got to do to make this over with. Cause I can't take this in my head anymore. I can't, it's exhausting. Sex should, sex should be just like this beautiful, wonderful experience. But I, you know, I have it. I used to have it in my head where it was like, I would have this person with a bullhorn in my head going, uh, body odor. You need to watch out for that body odor. Yeah. Don't let them see you over there. No, no, you didn't shave right. I mean, it's awful. <laughs> well, and and I got to tell you, speaking from the from the the male point of view, uh, the mm. same the same thing comes up. Is it is it yep. big enough? Is it wide enough? Is it long enough? Can I keep it up there? Is it is it is it hard enough? Is it, is it? Did I drink too much? Did I not drink enough? Do, you know, it's it's like it's it's like does does she 
don't look at that. Stop that. You know, you know, it's we're all insecure in our own ways that that way. But but it's interesting to note that sensuals have a. I and we'll find out about this down the road. But I suggest that that uh, sexuals don't have the same problem as sensuals do from that particular point of view. They they tend to. But we'll talk about that. No, uh, because the, and what you were talking about is insecurity. There's yes. a difference between insecurity and not being able to turn off your brain. Squirrel mind. Insecurity can be like, is it big enough? Is it small enough? Yes, I got the cellulite. Oh, my God, am I too fat? I, I'm a little bloated. I understand that. The squirrel mind is, and that stops that, oh, my God, is that, is it too big? Is it too small? Is it too small? Oh, is it too small? But that's where the squirrel mind could go into. But the squirrel mind goes into everything. Yeah. Everything. From the tips of your top of your head to the tips of your toes, you are going through this this shit storm and this crap cacophony of just like, I don't know if I'm good enough. This is wrong. This is wrong. That's wrong. This wrong. Does he think my nose is too big? Are my eyes too far apart? Are my elbows too ashy are my knees too stubbly i think my knees are too stubbly really too stubbly i don't know i thought they were too stubbly last week they were too stubbly last week i remember that and then i i the but the girl couldn't get the waxing done so the girl couldn't get the waxing done so oh wait a minute that reminds me i have an appointment to the dentist for next week that i gotta make i gotta put on my calendar this is the squirrel mind. beige i think i'll paint the ceiling beige uh, beige, yeah, yeah, beige. Oh, uh, beige. I don't know. Maybe an off, an off of white. Maybe a maybe a seashell. Maybe a sea foam. Maybe a sea foam. I don't like sea foam. You know what I do like? I do like foam. But no, wait a minute. I don't like foam coming out of my dog's mouth. It's just this thing that just keeps going. That the sensual because the sensual needs to be brought into their body. Gotcha. It's about the senses. They need to be brought into their body because if they're not brought into their body, they're going out into their mind. It's kind of like a balloon. You want to keep the balloon kind of like tethered down close to you because the more line you give that balloon, the more chances that balloon is going to take off. So think of it kind of like that. So it's a... a if somebody says, no, we can't go in the bedroom and no, we can't make love tonight because I haven't vacuumed. You might think in my mind, I'd be going, that's fucking crazy. And in your mind, that is a real honest to goodness thing. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Or or I haven't cleaned my room. Or oh I my have... God. How many times did not I have somebody come over my house because my house didn't look up to par? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm not talk- talking about sex. I'm talking about any kind of interaction. Any oh, sure. kind of interaction. Or you, you haven't so. cleaned the bathtub or you haven't cleaned the whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever they can't go is. into the bathroom. Ooh, yeah. You <laughs> can't go in. I didn't clean the, su- the tub. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's go into the touches. So there are different touches, just like the energetic. The energetic last week, I'm just going to recap. The energetic is about you need either hovering touch you know, where it's not touching the body. It's about light touch. So just touching the hairs. Sorry. So then, <laughs> then you have 
the sensual touch. So the sensual touch is you take your arm, you take your hand, and you cover that part of you. It's contouring. So the the fingers wrap around, not too tight. We're not talking kinky, okay? Just talking nice so that it wraps around the hand. So like this, and then you just bring it down. It's this contouring, beautiful, just touching the muscles of and feeling the shape of the body. That is the touch. It's like this. It's like the where you're feeling that person and you're bringing that person close and you're feeling that that hand wrap around that whole part of that part of the body that you're touching. And it's about just allowing them to, you know, feel that part of you. So like the energy, the energetic needs space. The essential doesn't necessarily need space, but they need that, but they don't need that, I'm going for your kind of thing. <laughs> it's more of the sexual, but it's like, but they, they don't mind that, ooh, I'm coming in to get you. I'm coming in, but then I'm touching you like this kind of thing. And that's just like, it's delicious. It's yummy. It's just because again, that touch is acknowledging to that person that they are being felt, that they are being seen, that they are being heard, that they're being, that that they're being loved. It's that kind of beautiful touch. Oh, that's awesome. That's that's awesome. Now we've been we've been going a while, so um, I'm I'm gonna go. Ahead. It seems like these go very fast, don't they? Yeah. So uh, let me go ahead and finish up then. So there are words that usually the sensual uses that the sensual likes being used on them. Things like for the bedroom, things like boudoir. Oh. Or yummy. You might have heard me say yummy during the show. Delicious. And my favorite word, one of my favorite essential words, decadent. Oh. Love that. So, so the tone of that, the turn on tone for the uh, sensual is think of kind of like Selma Hayek. Hay- Hayek. Yeah, I love her. Selma Hayek, Antonio Banderas, Barry White. Okay, so slow and low low and slow low and slow aka it's smooth it's rich it's chocolatey it's savoring so i got i got a question to each i got a question go so if you're you are um if you've identified that somebody is essential mm-hmm. and you figure out the touch and is it helpful to them for if you were to say your skin feels beautiful to me, your smell is wonderful, I love everything that you're presenting, is, is that is that a way for you to, I guess, identify with them and to help them get through some of that stuff? Yes, very well done. Very well done. I see you. I want to delve into the pools of your eyes. I want to 
I want to experience being one and being a part of your entire beingness. I want to feel your entire body coming onto my body and expressing myself in a way that I can never express with another human being. I want to feel you, touch you. I want to see you. I want to hold you. I want to, those kinds of words. You did very well, Kevin. I'm bravo. And that, bravo. That, that's, that's why there are a lot of songs that have those words uh, directly in them. Like touch me, feel me, love me, uh, uh, you know, smell me, <laughs> you know, I don't know about smell me, but, but no, but you know, it's like you smell wonderful tonight. Yes. You know, oh my God, I love your perfume is, is delicious. Your cologne is just sumptuous. You're, you know, yeah, baby, they love that. They're like, ooh, I smell good. Yay, one cent's down. <laughs> well, check fun. that one off the list. Yeah, okay. you know. So turn on things for the sensual, okay? We already talked about juicy fruits, um, sumptuous foods. I love like exotic foods like African, East African, or where you have to eat with your hands. And I know, again, you say you think the sensual doesn't want to eat with their hands, but it's about the experience. Indian food, I love eating with my hands because it's so delicious. It's so sumptuous. Um, glorious bath with yummy bath salts rich or soft textures like i have this pillowcase this is just fantastic i just oh i love this the feather feathers or any kind of furry stuff i have a lot of furry blankets um essential oils i lemon glass grass i have flowers echinacea i love that um any kind of soft softness softness is great. This is a deer skin glove that was my mother's that I just absolutely adore. So uh, beautiful clothing that looks both pleasing and feels both pleasing to the body. Uh, music that invokes strong positive emotions. Um, you know, it could be at situations, places, people, places, things, all these things feed into the sensuals experience. That is awesome. By the way, if you joined us right in the middle of this, we're talking with Coriel Kramer, and she, go to her website, which is CorielKramer.com, and spell Coriel for me. So Coriel, <clears throat> Coriel is spelled C-O-R-Y-E-L-L-E, Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R.com. And for our next adventure, we are going to talk about the sexual. Uh oh, that's when we run into trouble. That's that's <laughs> that's when the guy that's when the guy says, "I don't care what you smell like. Come here, baby." No, the sexual can be a lot of fun. A sexual can be a lot of fun. So I look forward to it because there's a lot of people who are sexuals who are not really who are living in a lot of shame. So I'm hoping that the next show will really help somebody understand them themselves a little bit more. And that's what this Hopefully. is all about is to help somebody help themselves and to understand a little bit more because we can't understand you unless you understand yourself. Amen, brother. Amen. You know, so by the way, go to our website and uh, click on the, uh, take the quiz. 
I dare you. I double dare you. Have, take the quiz, and then you can talk to you. You you email her, and you can talk to this fine young lady in person, and she can help you um, determine what it is that you want for yourself. Just so that we can uh, we expand on that. So if somebody contacts me first, then I can send them the link to the quiz. Perfect. That's that's what I meant. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. So, <laughs> oh God, I love you, Kevin. You're awesome, Coriel. You're so much fun, and I really appreciate having you here. And uh, I, I, I really think that more so than just learning about about, uh, I, I, I think that your your work is going to do a lot of good in in a lot of areas because all this translates into more areas than just sex. It's it's about how we live our lives and who we really are. You said it perfectly in the very beginning, Kevin. Again, I'm going to go back and listen to that. <laughs> yeah, because I'll, I'll never repeat that again for the rest that of my life. That was perfect. That was like an epiphany. But that's <laughs> what you said there is exactly what it's all about. It's about getting to know yourself on a much more deeper level. It's about honoring all the parts of yourself. It's about living who you truly and fully are without any apologies. I wish I'd have said that. That was really good. That was really good. So again, we're, so I, and I, we've got to go, but one last thing before we go, give us a, a, a thought for the day, if you will. It's time for you to start living who you are truly called to be instead of who you think you need to be. Wow. That's good. That, that's, that's really good. Be who you want. Yes, that's whatever you said. That's really good, folks. So pay attention to that. So uh, with that, I'd like to thank uh, her for being on my Independence Report. She is awesome, and we're going to do the next one next week. So look for them every Friday or so to hit YouTube. All right. See you next time. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember. Take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on my independence report.